0: We will disappear, but Dickscape will live on. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Uh, this is actually a special bonus episode, uh, so I'm not giving it a number. I'll come up with a clever title later. And uh, yeah, we uh, if this is your first time, usually we are a weekly show. We talk about games that we've been playing and our opinions of those games as well as all the crazy news of companies that you'd never thought would shut down shutting down and all that sort of thing that's uh that will be you know you can find all of that in our numbered weekly show um but today we're doing something a bit different and we've i mean we've had special episodes in the past of like you know we've all finished a game let's talk about it let's spoil it and all that sort of thing Uh, a few weeks back you got the uh pack special episode with interviews from Developers all over the world about games that you may not have heard of that are uh, coming out, and we had a great time doing that. Um, today, I am here with a close friend of mine who does some pretty cool stuff online. Um, he's actually, he might be. I'm just trying to think of like achievements that people I know have done. He's he's an achiever. He achieves. Uh, it's my friend Ryan. He uh, he goes uh, <laughs> online. His online persona is sidetracked. Uh, that's side and then T R A K K D. Uh, and he is a Twitch streamer. Uh, he's also a speed runner and he, uh, has several world records for speed running. Um, Se-
1: several is overblowing it, but I have some, <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, I'm looking at the list right now and is, okay. is there more, is there more than one? There is more than one. Sounds like several to me. Perfect. How are you doing, Ryan?
1: I'm good. How about yourself, Derek?
0: I'm doing very well. This awesome. is the second Geekscape Games I've recorded today, so... So, um, yeah, you're... It's it, my one day off this week, so I kind of hate everything right now. Perfect.
1: You're filling uh, your time off with exactly what you
0: need to do. You're good. Right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, give him back. Give him back. Um, yeah, I kind of... I, I, I feel like you have been doing some interesting stuff online, and it's stuff that has always interest interested me and also eluded me because i like so i mean f- i think we connected years ago over we both had actually when i met you i didn't have a classic video game collection anymore but you had a massive oh, yeah. massive had a collection massive. of nes i games. think i
1: bought a bunch like some of your old ones off you i think i think, was- I think a
0: little bit of what i had left yeah i think yeah. i think you got some of that stuff from me um but you yeah so like how big like how big let's talk about that first how big did your nes collection get and it was mostly nes right you never really got into another platform no
1: i had like i have a bunch of playstation one i have a bunch of super nintendo and n64 but it's you know five games here ten games there at the peak of my nes collection uh so the original nintendo i had a hair over 350 games jesus Uh, yeah and it was so and i've always been interested in collecting um I, I want the whole thing. So I, I collect the the box, the instruction yeah, the complete manual. Complete inbox, yeah. Complete inbox, yeah. If it came with a map, I wanted the map and everything. And of my 350 games, we'll call it, I think probably a good 80, 85% of it was complete inbox with all as many of the original papers and everything that you could get. So that was, yeah, I still have most of it. I've sold a little bit, but I, mm-hmm. I probably still have in the neighborhood of about 300 games.
0: Oh, wow. And still, still at that kind of 85% complete in box. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, yeah, I remember just over the years, like, just you would be on the hunt you know ebay alert set up for like the the, the once or twice a year when a certain game would go up in a definitely that yeah. was what you were looking for and it's just like that's some dedication <laughs> that's, that used to be what i would do on my breaks at work is I, i'd go on
1: i go on my break and i have like 15 minutes i'm like okay check all of the ebay alerts it's like what's up it's like all right this one was just posted oh, it's like oh okay it has the manual but it doesn't have the box but mm, okay what's the price at and then you'd sit and mm-hmm. watch some of those and hope you can well, snag like piecing
0: things together like oh I yeah. have this game already and because it doesn't come with the game this auction for just the box is significantly less money so like piecing the the completing box together I did that as well yeah with
1: some of them where one auction had the box in the in the game and one auction had the manual in the game so I bought both auctions assembled the complete in box version from both auctions and then sold my extra copy or traded my extra copy to further the collection mm-hmm. and help fund it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I did that a few times.
0: <laughs> and I think, I think you've explained it to me before, but why, why NES? Like, why is that the one that, cause it like, I mean, 300 X, yeah, so N- nes titles is huge it, and it is it's ten- over
1: it's over half of the library so of of the licensed library so if it had the official N- nintendo seal of equality seal of quality approval sticker, <laughs> seal of equality the seal of equality yeah it's it's qualified yeah if it had that that seal on it that's what generally we consider the licensed library so mm-hmm. I, I was collecting mainly those ones the like the Tengen ones and the Color Dream ones, those unlicensed, weird-shaped games, they're uh-huh. cool, but they didn't interest me as much. Uh-huh. So of that original licensed library, there's, I believe it's 677 or 679 games. So I had just just a hair over half of the library at the peak of my I guess I still kind of do. I'm like right around the 50% mm-hmm. range. Uh, but why I started collecting them was it was really just a, like, nostalgic nostalgia factor mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, I think I started back in 2002, 2003, somewhere in there. And it was, I, I bought uh, our, our friend Graham, I bought a, his old Nintendo off of him and a bunch of mm-hmm. games. And I was like, oh, sweet, like, I can go back and play Mega Man 2 now. It's like, but I don't own Mega Man 2, so... I went out and, you know, shopped around on eBay and found online stores and hit up pawn shops and stuff. And I started collecting back all of those games that I used to play when I was a kid. And something about the Nintendo NES just really grabbed me. It's And I don't mm-hmm. know why. Like, I had an N64 growing up. I had a GameCube. My brother had a PlayStation that I played all of the time. But something about the Nintendo NES is just like, when I think back to growing up playing games... You know, as a kid, like the formative years of playing games, the Nintendo NES was what really grabbed me. So and I've just been addicted to it.
0: So it sounds like the main reason is that you were a good person because where many would... You know, download Nestor or download some sort of emulator and (laughs) grab that BitTorrent for, oh, here's the entire collection of NES titles that ever released in like 100 megabytes. Oh, yeah, definitely. You did not do that. And because you you played a lot of those cartridges, too, right? I totally did that
1: when I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) But as an adult, you were like, this was cool. Now let's make it real and fill up my house. I mean, yeah, it's like... With old pieces of plastic.
1: Derek Derek has been in... I don't have it up anymore, but Derek has been in my bedroom before where I displayed all of my games. And like that wall... The wall
0: is not up anymore? No, I had to take it down. Oh, yeah. I feel like... I, I just imagine the girls would be swarming. You would think. To see the wall. You would honestly think most of them just gave me like that pitied like,
1: oh, okay, I see what this is look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those. It's, you're, okay, I understand where I sit in this relationship now. <laughs> <laughs> you like me, but you love little Samson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much like, but it was, it was, it took up half of my bedroom really at that point. And it was, it just kept growing and growing and growing. So I always
0: imagined you like making a bed frame out of duplicate cartridges or something like that.
1: There's, there was a guy on Nintendo age who for some reason, like he wanted to buy like every copy of, I think it was Jurassic Park. For, for the Nintendo. Specifically Jurassic it was park. specifically Jurassic park. And if it wasn't Jurassic park, then it was like dragon warrior one or something, but he filled a fridge with it. So like he had like <laughs> just this rundown fridge that wasn't connected or anything. And he filled this fridge with Jurassic park cartridges. It was, mm-hmm. it's insane. So I never got that bad with it, but
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, and I feel like why you kind of going to, it's very interesting, like going from a nostalgia standpoint for you. I feel like a lot of it for me, cause I years and years ago, had a pretty big like and it started i guess i guess it was a nostalgic thing for my dad Mm -hmm. because my dad had a pretty big collection of classic games um and i remember we would go i would like save up my like babysitting money or my paper route money we would go like you know i was like probably in still in elementary school or middle school when i started it and would we would go and this is when nobody cared about that stuff nobody cared about like retro games oh, yeah. and so especially so back we like would go late to late 90s yeah. early 2000s and like on, no one and on like on the island especially type thing on like yeah where we're both we're both from a small island uh off the coast of vancouver and they but yeah we would go to like garage sales and it would be like you would you know you would get oh there's just this here's a bucket of like old people would just be like here's a bucket of shit i don't want and yeah. it's like ten dollars and it's like Like now, like you just don't see that. I feel like in the same way that stuff is scoured through before before you would ever get an opportunity to see it, and uh, it makes it so much harder now. But yeah, I guess it was a nostalgic thing for my dad, whereas for me it was something where it's like this is cool stuff that I've not experienced before, and I want to you know what's a Sega Saturn or what's a Sega CD? Why like why 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 is this old lady getting rid of this? Like this is so cool. What is this? All that sort of thing. I wanted to play, and it wasn't. And it was a lot of those things. It was harder to just you know, you couldn't just click a button as easily and get to play it, and especially not with the real controllers and everything like that. And I think that's where it really came from for me.
1: And it's it's an interesting way that that works, because like, when I first started collecting, it was, you know, oh, I wanted to play, I used to rent Mega Man 3 all the time, right? Like, it's my favorite Mega Man game. So one of the first games I bought when I started collecting was, well, I want to play Mega Man 3 again. So I bought mm-hmm. it. But after I got to a point where it's like, okay, all of the games I remember from when I was a kid, I've, I bought them and played them now. But what was I hearing about at the time where it's like, I could never afford that. I never had that console or anything. And it kind of grew out into that. Like I remember playing Mega Man X for the super Nintendo and then, but I never played X two or three. And then I looked up Mega Man X three and like, I mean, that cartridge is ridiculous by the way. If you, if you own (laughs) Mega Man X three, it is a ridiculously expensive cartridge. But back when I started collecting, you could buy it for about a hundred dollars, which at the
0: time was a lot of money. Uh-huh. No one. So you didn't buy it then, and now you couldn't buy it and, now. And, and I can't saying. afford it now, basically. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I remember getting into Sega Dreamcast for kind of the same thing that you're talking about. Because at the time, I never owned a Sega Dreamcast when I was growing up. Mm. No one I knew owned a Sega Dreamcast growing up. I, I
0: owned a Sega Dreamcast.
1: I, because, yeah, you would... You would, wouldn't you?
0: You're that. Old. I had. A, it was like I had a Dreamcast instead of like a PS2, and I oh, had yeah. a <laughs> and I had a Neo Geo Pocket Color instead of a Game Boy Color.
1: So you picked like you went with. You have two options. You could buy a. a a PS2 or you could get a Dreamcast. And you're like, you know what? Sega's been doing a lot of really good stuff lately. I'm going to go with Sega. <laughs> They've hey, never they had seen had
0: powers The Dreamcast had Power Stone, okay? Okay, that's fair. That was a good game. The Dreamcast had, and Virtua Tennis. I never played that one, but okay. And they promised me Half-Life and it just never came out, right? I feel like that was probably the one system Half-Life didn't come out on at that time. I <laughs> Actually, well, and so we are way we're getting way off topic but let's just tell this story so half-life was finished for sega dreamcast oh really um yeah and so and it was just that the kibosh happened on the dreamcast like right before it came like it was to the point where like like i had gaming magazines that had ads for the dreamcast version of half-life and um the i think one of the main one of the big issues with the dreamcast is it was really easy to pirate for like there was no copy protection or anything like that and so my my dad uh you know he was getting those calls from Shaw really early on that he was going over his bandwidth cuz he was downloading dreamcast games oh, yeah. like there was like there was no tomorrow uh, and he found a copy of half-life <laughs> and uh so the first con- the first time that i played through and completed half-life it was actually on the sega just the sega dreamcast <laughs> and it had a it was kind of it was great but it was also kind of awful cuz there was this bug where when you saved the game it wouldn't like overwrite the save so it wouldn't take up the same amount it would double in capacity every time oh wow um and so like every few times i and i I think i actually bought because you couldn't just delete the save file uh so i actually bought a second vmu which was the memory card for the dreamcast i bought a second one so that i could pop the second one in to save so i could then quit and then erase the, the file off the memory card so i could keep going so it was i don't know why i just didn't get like the yeah like the pc version i mean i probably didn't have a computer that could run it at that time but um that is a memory <laughs> of mine is every every like hour or so quitting the game so i could so still manage yeah, the memory card to clear up space breaking
1: the immersion of the game so that you could go out delete yeah. uh, swap your save files around <laughs> delete an old one so that you could complete, keep playing the game
0: <laughs> uh great game though i can't wait for uh episode three
1: you know i hear it's right <laughs> around the corner <laughs> right? like any I day now it's, it's coming out for the dreamcast for, of course they for they the would Could you imagine if Half-Life 3 finally came out and it was like a Dreamcast and Sega Saturn exclusive? (laughs)
0: Uh, I mean, it would be, I think that would be really cool. It would be awesome. I have, I still have my Dreamcast, so I wouldn't have to go hunting for one or anything like that. I would just be able to play it. Nice. (laughs) um but yeah so i mean how did so okay so speed when did you get into speed running like you this is something you've been doing for a while now but how did it evolve from i just want to play these games to i want to play these games over and over and over and over and over and over and over to shave milliseconds at a time (laughs) from my best time it because it sounds really it sounds really intriguing you know
1: and it's i started four or five years ago honestly um I used to be part of a uh, an emulation website. You're talking about how I was a great guy. I used to I used to be a huge <laughs> member of a uh, of an emulation website called Emu Paradise. Like, yeah.
0: it's, <laughs> I was just gonna say, hey, you know, Emu Paradise—that's my site. It, it, uh, and honestly, I made, I made that.
1: I didn't I didn't make it, but I was. Uh, I've been around those message boards since 2001. I think 2001 or 2002, somewhere in there. Uh, I used to help them create content and stuff for it, and really, yeah, I used to like be a super moderator on their message boards. Uh, Like, I was heavily involved in in that world, kind of thing. But me and a a bunch of the other guys there, like, I, I kind of fell out of emulation around the time I started collecting. Like, I didn't really emulate that much anymore, just because I like the feel of playing on an actual CRT TV with a real console and a real controller in my hand. Uh, But around that time was when let's play videos were becoming big. Uh, mm. And I, I feel like it was before G- Game Grumps and you know PewDiePie and all all of those guys. Like before the really big boom that happened within the last few years, it was just people uploading random crap videos to their channels and sharing it with their friends. Really. Uh, so one of the games that I picked up, and I was like, I used to own Batman for the Nute- for the mm-hmm. NES back when I was a kid, and I never beat it. I'm like, well, this would be a good reason to sit down. I'm and with beat you there. It. Did you I've still never beat you've it. still
0: never beaten it? it's because oh. I, I mean I haven't tried in a decade I but.
1: mean still it's not it's not as hard as people say it is I it's remember hard. it being
0: hard though but I was also probably like six or seven. Oh yeah I, I don't think I ever beat yeah. the third level when
1: I was a kid yeah but, yeah. but when, approaching it as a so how old would I have been I'd have been around 24 25 and eh, maybe a bit younger but around mid-20s approaching it as someone with a bit more gaming life experience and, and totally, patience yeah. and stuff I didn't find it that difficult of a game. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and I beat it for this let's play video that I made for four other people on a message board I was on. <laughs> and
0: I mean, that's what we record
1: this podcast. For. Exactly. Like your five viewers, I'm sure they're, they're all very, very friendly, friendly people. But <laughs> yeah, so I started doing that. And I don't know, somewhere in there just playing that game in particular, uh, it kind of just grabbed a bug in me. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I could beat this game without dying. Because I I could beat the game, but I'd have to farm health and I'd have to take intentional game overs. And some of it was Mm -hmm. challenging. So so I just challenged myself to beat the game without taking a death at all, intentional or otherwise. And I think I beat it in uh, 20 minutes, something like that. Like it was a terrible, terrible run. But I beat the game without dying. And then I kind of started thinking, like, I wonder how fast I could do that. Like if I didn't have to stop and farm for health, if I didn't have to take these enemies really slowly, how mm-hmm. like, could I beat the game in 15 minutes? So I, I did that. I played through it a few more times, gradually getting more and more understanding of the game. And I think my first actual finished speed run attempt of it was like 15 minutes and 30 seconds or something like that.
0: And- and is that like like speedrun attempt? As in, you're recording it to record your time I, at that point? Or I, was, I mean, I guess because you were you had the like, were you doing it as a speedrun, or was that still like just a personal goal type? This, thing at, at that this point?
1: point, this was still a personal goal type. I didn't know what speedrunning was at this point. Okay, yeah, I think I'd seen um, one or two speedrunning videos of like, and probably most people remember because um, it was huge back when it came out. There was a Super Mario Brothers three. Uh, TASS that that came out and a task is a tool assisted speed run it's a whole a whole other thing than like actual human speed running but there was a there was a super mario brothers 3 video that came around of someone beating the game in like nine minutes and 45 seconds or 10 minutes and 45 seconds something like that that went viral back in the you know in 2012 or 2013 or something like that.
0: I feel like I remember that. And I feel like, it, I feel like it just looked super weird. Cause he was just like flying over everything basically. Yeah,
1: ex- exactly. Yeah. So, but that was my kind of exposure to speed running was those kinds of videos of technical marvels of someone sitting on an emulator and frame advancing, you know, one frame at a time to get a perfect gameplay kind of thing. Like I didn't think of speedrunning as something that people did just something that, you know, these really cool videos on youtube were Mm -hmm. so there were no people behind it it was just footage of gameplay
0: they just appeared the videos
1: exactly yeah they just appeared out of the ether and then millions (laughs) of people watched it and then they disappeared in the recesses Mm -hmm. of of our minds so Mm -hmm. uh, so when i started like i just sat down and i had a i think the timer on my phone or something like that i wasn't recording any or i was recording it but i wasn't recording it with the posterity of this is a speed run. I was just kind of recording it to have video proof that I had done this thing so I could share Mm -hmm. it with my four friends on Emmy paradise. So I did that and I was just recording it with like the stopwatch app on my phone. And I I beat it in you know, 15 minutes and 30 seconds or somewhere in there. But around that time was when I started thinking like, I wonder if other people did this. And I looked up, Mm -hmm. um, I think I just typed Batman, Nintendo, NES, world record, something like that. And it took me to uh, a website called speed demos archive. And within the speed running scene, it's, it is a huge website. They're kind of the original godfathers of the speed running scene. That's kind of not really where it was born, but it's kind of where it became popular. I guess they, mm-hmm. used, they used to hold the uh, a bunch of uh, quake and, uh, metroid prime runs and that kind of stuff they mainly developed around quake but they they have their own really fascinating history but once they expanded into being the speedrunning website they had all kinds of world record videos on there and i found the batman world record video and the guy at the time a speedrunner named dexter had the world record at 10 minutes and 13 seconds i believe and so I was watching this video. I'm like, I, I thought I was doing really good beating it in 15 minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds. And I'm like, how did he beat this over four minutes faster than me? And so I started watching his video and seeing like, oh, I see. Like he skips through these enemies by doing this. He mm. He, you know, finds a way to never stop running in this section kind of thing. And I started copying what he did and just practicing by myself in isolation. Like I'm playing... On a TV in the corner of my living room, no emulator, no practice, no nothing. I'm just playing the game over and over and over again, trying to get a lower time. (laughs) And I I got it down to 11 minutes and 35 or 1140, something like that. 11 minutes and change seconds kind of thing. Just from watching this one guy's videos Uh and then... I started like, I wonder what other stuff he does. So I looked up him personally and I found he had done a run at a games done quick, which is a huge charity marathon. Uh, it's held twice a year, once in January, once in July. And it's put on by people f- originally from speed demos archive. I don't know if if they're still affiliated with it, but originally it was just a bunch of guys from speed demos archive got together for a marathon charity Event And they, for seven days, 24 hours a day, runners stream their games, you know, back to back to back, and they raise money to help various various charities, usually the Prevent Cancer Foundation and Doctors Without Borders. But Dexter did a run at this GDQ, and during this run, they're talking about all of the different things that they're doing. And that's really what got me into speed running, was the fact that there were hundreds of people at this event that was running for a week long, that were all passionately talking about their games and how to beat them fast. That was kind of my real introduction to what speed running as a a community was, not just me sitting Mm -hmm. with a stopwatch on my phone kind of thing, seeing if I could beat Batman without dying. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that was was the big, that was the first. That was was the first. Yeah, that was what really introduced me to it, so.
0: And and did you, for instance, now, like, for instance looking up your speedrun.com profile there's a bunch of games on there but did you stick with batman until you got to a point or did you go to other games and then come back to batman because as of right now you're ninth in the world oh yeah i am or batman (laughs) the video game dexter is in second place at this point which means that was because how long ago did you say that that was that was this
1: would have been i feel like it was 2014 Sounds right. So
0: that's like four years ago. And since that time, Dexter's score has only been improved on by one second. Which sounds crazy. No,
1: it's been improved. So, okay. Kind of.
0: Yes. Or this, the current score. His his current current
1: score. score. Yeah. So the current world record, for people that don't know, the current world record for the Batman, the game we've been talking about, is held by a guy named Endy. Uh, So he's a Swedish runner. And he has a, what is it, a 9.56?
0: Yeah, 9.56. Yeah.
1: So him and Dexter over the last year, um, year to year and a half, have been trading the world record back and forth. Now, to put this in perspective, when I got into this game with and Dexter had a 10.13. Sorry, I'm just actually going to bring mm-hmm. the board up right now because I haven't looked at it in a little bit. Uh, so Dexter's world record, the 10.13 four years ago has only been beaten by two other people other than Dexter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth place. There's a three way tie for fourth place of people with a ten fifteen, And then third place is a 10 Oh four. And then only Dexter and Endy have been able to beat the game in less than 10 minutes. So, mm-hmm.
0: and even when I, and I feel like that's in, like, <laughs> like, like these scores are so fast are. and, and, andy and dex they're 30 seconds ahead of what you're at right now and how many like how this is like there's probably no way of knowing but how many hours do you think you've put into batman specifically to get to that point
1: batman specifically i would say probably 100 hours off off and on probably 100 hours off and on but in my case you would be able to get a 1026 which is my current personal best and has me in ninth place um you would be able to get a 1026 probably with about 30 hours of practice and run attempts i feel like uh but because okay. i approached the game so the way i started speed running wasn't a good way to start speed running basically because i okay. never practiced anything i just started up the game and kept playing i didn't try to improve mm-hmm. on the areas that i was struggling with because i could never identify the okay. areas i was struggling
0: with so so but put a pause there so i want to start speed running today <laughs> how do i you said you didn't start in a good way and oh, there's God, better no. ways to do it what if i say so, little kid comes up to you, your son comes up to you, dad yeah. <laughs> i want to be a speed runner when i grow up what advice do you give him
1: so first off speed running is not a great career. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The The biggest thing, the biggest thing is picking a game that you can sit down and play and you're not going to get bored of. Um, a lot of people get burnt out really fast. I get
0: bored of like a new game, like <laughs> fucking, I, I'm buying a new game every week and I put like two hours into them. I can't imagine playing so the same Batman over and over again for a hundred hours.
1: So you would be really bored <laughs> as a speedrunner. I feel like, because, what's okay so derek what is your favorite game like is there a game that you go back on and you find yourself consistently playing that came out 20 years ago or 10 years ago or something like that
0: uh the game i've probably replayed the most regardless of generation is probably tony hawk's pro skater two or three
1: okay so when you replay those games do you just sit down and do you play it and then just beat each level and then move on or do you set personal challenges for yourself like i'm gonna try and beat this one and chain the biggest combo together
0: i usually like i would usually like i wouldn't move on in in career mode or whatever the main mode is i wouldn't move on until i 100 at that level so, so that, all goals because so usually if you, yeah all goals secret tape yeah so biggest if you combos, were to start
1: speed thinking. running uh, it, I'm saying you, specifically Derek, mm-hmm. were to start speaking. What learning, about your son? He would probably, I would start him on, he really likes Pokemon. P- uh, probably Pokemon, but Pokemon has its own issues. <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> is RNG hell. Um, mm. Because, so RNG is uh, a term we use for luck. It stands for random number generator, which, because video games are just programs, it's there is no actual luck randomness to it it's all of the randomness is deterministic from the program we just Mm -hmm. can't always control it so pokemon would be a terrible speed run i feel for someone's first one well i shouldn't say that because it all depends on the type of game you like to play but the issue with pokemon is that there's a ton of random uh chance every every
0: time you're in the tall grass basically yeah
1: so and you could gain and lose time from random encounters or getting a getting hit with a critical hit and you're you die and you have to either restart the game because you died or you lose five minutes because you died so i feel like you wouldn't be able to see the progress as fast with that game but i Mm -hmm. do know that people love pokemon and it would be a a good first introduction into speedrunning because it's a game that they can sit down and they can play it over and over and over again. So,
0: yeah. So like you're Tony, and Hump. they have every time a new generation comes. Exactly.
1: In. I still play. Like I played Pokemon Blue five months ago. I feel like and just mm. sat down and played through it and beat it. I didn't play it as a speedrunner. I just played it just to casually beat it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, your your Tony Hawk example is probably the best one to go with for you, for you. Is you go back and play Tony Hawk once every six months, let's say. Let's just mm-hmm. throw a random six every six months you go back and play Tony Hawk. So if you try and I won't progress from this level without one hundred percenting the level first, then the natural progression of that is, well I how fast can I one hundred percent this level? And mm-hmm. just get a stopwatch and go and then you'll see like oh that took me 10 minutes to do i don't know how long it would i don't know anything about tony hawk speedrunning, so i don't know if 10 minutes is really good really bad anything like that but it's probably bad it's probably really bad because now that i said <laughs> that i don't know anything about it i do know that the world record for one of the games is less than 10 minutes so <laughs> i don't remember which one but one of them it's it's Because in a run
0: in career mode, you get two minutes, and so there was definitely like I got to a point where I could do all the goals in a given level in the two-minute period. Yeah, but also if I like, but also I think you can end your run at any time. So because of course, after you get all ten goals, there is not, especially if you are going for speed, there is not a purpose in continuing at that point. So you can get the goals as fast as possible in the run and move on to the next level.
1: So what you've just done now is you've started routing Tony Hawk. Pro, pro skater something whatever number you like to play so because that's exactly what you would do is you, you would look at it and say well how fast would it take me to get 100 percent of everything in a level and it's mm-hmm. okay let's say it takes you a minute and 30 seconds average you're like okay well can i do it faster than a minute and 30 seconds and then you would look at all of the things that you have to do and you would go through and say like okay well this is the way i normally do it is there a faster way to do it and then you would mm-hmm. kind of look at well to go from this tape to this gold emblem takes 15 seconds to get from here to here. But mm-hmm. if I go from this gold tape to, or secret tape to this secret tape, and then over to this gold emblem, it takes 20 seconds, but I cut five seconds off of get, going back and taking the, getting the other secret tape this way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something like that. But you find a game that you like to play over and over and over again, and you start setting small little personal goals of, and this is extremely basic starting to speed run. You're like you're not recording anything unless you already have that technology, I guess. But you, right. you just start setting up those personal goals. And then you start looking at it as where am I losing time in my runs? Mm-hmm. So, okay, I can beat this game in 12 minutes, for example. I actually I'll use I'll use Batman as my example because I actually know Batman.
0: Um so you know Batman like no one knows Batman. Endy
1: uh, Andy knows Batman like no like one knows. Like only Batman.
0: you know Batman like only eight other people in the world know Batman. I,
1: okay, let's go with that one. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I know Batman like better than most people know Batman. There's a lot I don't know about the game, but there's I I do have a pretty good deep deep understanding of kind of how it works as a speedrun. Mm-hmm. Um when I first started trying to improve it and my personal best was let's say 11 minutes and 30 seconds. I really wish I'd written down like what time I actually got back then, but it was just mm-hmm. in my head. But it was around 11 minutes and 30 seconds. If I had looked at that and then I looked at Dexter's 10:13 world record. Where am I losing time to him? And that's kind of like right. okay, I've I've completed a few runs now. I've played through the game to the best of my ability let's start seeing what other people are doing to the game. So I look specifically to Dexter because Dexter is the Batman God. He has, if not held the world record, been in second place for five years, basically. So like, and when him and uh, I think it was Funk Doc back in the day, when they were trading off the world records, it was Dexter was the only one who ever managed to beat Funk Doc. And then they kept knocking it down and knocking it down. And then Dexter demolished that game basically it is uh one of my one of my good friends that i've met on twitch is uh, junkyard dave uh and he is third place in batman and it took it has taken him months to get down into that 10.05 10.0 i think his pb is 10.04 right now range and he's still almost 10 seconds slower than nd and dexter are yeah kind of thing which is ridiculous he's he's grinding for the sub 10 time right now and watching him play it is really fun but the amount of work and knowledge of the game you have to have to get down there is ridiculous so uh but look at look at those those kinds of people so the top three of the leaderboard right now is endy in first dexter in second Junkyard dave in third so mm-hmm. look at their three videos and say okay how does my level one compare to their level one it's like where are they gaining time on me and right. try and fix it and if you can't figure out how to fix it you know, one part you need a better understanding of the game or reach out to them if you can most of these guys will stream on twitch or okay you know they'll hang out on discord or if you don't want to do that yet study the videos and improve on what you can what you can see going on like oh he throws a uh he throws a batarang here and it hits this enemy and kills him so he never has to stop moving that's a simple thing that you can improve on in your runs and you'll start to slowly eke your time down and then the second biggest thing and most new speedrunners don't do this honestly is just practice everything don't just mm-hmm. load up the game and start playing but sit down and i'm i'm having trouble getting out of level three Practice level three. Only play level three over and over and over again until you can consistently beat it at as close to the fastest as you possibly can every time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the practice is mind-numbingly dull sometimes. <laughs> and it, it's, but it is what separates someone who can who can speed run and get a good time from someone who can speed run and get a world record time or a top right. five time, depending on the game. Like. Uh, I know that Endy has been playing Batman off and on for three years. I'm pretty sure he said, <laughs> Jeez, and Jesus. and I bet you like I, I said, I had a hundred hours in the game. He's probably got yeah. 300 or 400 hours into yeah, the game. Yeah. So, I mean, junkyard Dave has been playing it off and on for a year and a half to two years. And I think he started, he has it on, on his, his splits on his stream, but I, I think he has started 11,000 runs of Batman. And he, wow. he has
0: finished twelve hundred of them, so he has like a ten percent
1: oh, wow. yeah. completion rate of all of the runs that he started.
0: Because I mean, at that at times like that, as soon as you're off a few frames, like you're you might as well restart, right? Yeah, for some of it, yeah. So yeah.
1: Batman isn't quite at that point yet,
0: but it's getting there. Mar-
1: Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers is at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that's that's another good one because the world record for that was just improved recently. But that's a a game where you can start it up and try and copy the world record, and you'll have no idea what's going
0: on. (laughs) (laughs) Because they've developed these systems over hundreds and hundreds of hours. Uh, This is
1: probably for for Mario Brothers to get into the top five, probably a couple thousand hours. Well, not a couple thousand, but probably a thousand hours, I bet you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, So you talk about number one being choose games that you're not going to hate yourself for choosing. Basically. So, so for yourself, so you you're listed for a number of games, why don't you take us through a little <laughs> bit about why you chose the games you chose and and the records that you have. Okay, so Batman Also do you get a trophy when you're at number 1?
1: I mean, there's a trophy next to my name.
0: So I, What about like a real trophy? No. How about like a plaque? I wish. That would be really cool. What about a certificate? What about a certificate? If you
1: get a really technically uh you could be published in the guinness book of world records
0: ooh that's which, cool. which is really
1: cool usually the gamer edition but
0: <laughs> yeah um that's that's still an edition
1: it, it is yeah right it has mm-hmm. guinness book of world records across the top
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh so the main speedrunning website now for most games is it's just speedrun.com it's it's a leaderboard system it's moderated by each individual community so The people that play Batman are the people that moderate the Batman leaderboards. It's not some like Twin Galaxies has the issue of they have select judges that moderate everything. Whereas, Well, maybe they don't know everything about Batman for the Nintendo NES. Right. So they might not be able to pick up on cheating or they might not understand what's going on. So they might not verify a run that way. Whereas the people that run Batman are the people that verify other runs for Batman. So it has that benefit going for it. But the Guinness Book of World Records pulls their world record information that is published in their, their books from speedrun.com. So, and they mm-hmm. don't publish every single game. It'll be the popular ones like Super Mario Brothers or, you know, uh, Link to the Past or stuff like that. But you could get published in Guinness Book of World Records. So there's your recognition. If you want to start speed running, if you want to get into the Guinness Book of World Records, just get a world record in one of these random games that they'll occasionally pull out. So, <laughs> uh, but what got me into... So so Batman was the first one that I did, but I kind of left that for a long time because uh, I started running that one and then I kind of took a really long break where I didn't really know if it was a thing that I wanted to do. I kind of just randomly would do speed runs on the weekends and then i started running a game called panic restaurant which if you're a nintendo nes collector um is one of i'd say the top 20 rarest games for the nintendo nes it's it's a really rare game very expensive to buy nowadays mm-hmm. and i i bought it from for my collection and i sat down and i started playing it i'm like well this you know this game's kind of fun i wonder what the world record is for this and i looked it up And it was held by uh, a very well-known Nintendo NES speedrunner, a dude named White Hat 94, uh, who has the records in several NES games, uh, probably 40 or 50 NES games. He exclusively runs NES titles and is very good at them. Uh, So I looked it up and he was the world record holder with a time of 14 minutes and 10 seconds. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I think I could beat that. So I started playing through the game and I started timing my runs and like, and I was getting closer to him. I finished a run in at 15 minutes and then at 14 minutes and 45 seconds and then 1430. And I just kind of gradually edged my time down until I managed to beat his time. And I got, I think it was a 14 minute and six second run. I can, I can probably pull it up right now. Wonder. Uh, or would it be be statistics? They have all kinds of cool information on here. Uh, yeah, it was a fourteen oh six, and I got it February eighteenth, two thousand and sixteen. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I I really started speedrunning, like Batman and stuff. Yep. Like, yeah, I, I played it and I speedran, but this one was the first time I sat down. I recorded runs. I had a timer going to make it look all official and stuff. And I submitted it to a a leaderboard and it was when I I got the world record for Panic Restaurant. And then I took a step back. I didn't really know what to play anymore. I think I picked up the Japanese version of Panic Restaurant just to play that one. And then about Mm -hmm. a year later, um, actually, yeah, I'm just looking at it. On March 10th, 2017, uh, a dude named Axel Blaze uh, beat my time. Like he he beat my world record by two seconds. And I'm like, holy holy crap,
0: this guy beat... That's got to like re that's like, fuck you. I got to play this That's right exactly now. what it
1: is. Like you bastard, yeah. you beat my time. And then a couple, a couple yeah. of days
0: later, he got a 13
1: minute and 59 second run. So it's like, holy shit, you beat my time. And you're the first person to get below 14 minutes. Like you, you, yeah. you, you took all of the glory from it. <laughs> so, and then, so I was kind of like gearing up my interest to actually get back into this and start submitting runs again and, it's studying like, OK, well, how did you beat my time by, you know, at that point, seven seconds, which to me seemed astronomical at the time.
0: That's yeah, that's unsubstantial, yeah,
1: especially for a short game like that, like 14 minutes, like to beat a world record by seven seconds. It's it's not unheard of, but it's and especially a game that isn't heavily contested, but it's to, to knock it down that much in a game that is as straightforward as Panic Restaurant is where you can't run you can't speed up by any means you can just uh not stop as much as possible basically <laughs> you can beat bosses faster and that's about it or as yeah. i thought at the time yeah. and then another dude a guy named Hyrexen lowered the world record again and i'm like holy shit like i need to get back in on this and this was uh july of last year and that's when i really came back and started uh Speed running as I speed run now,
0: kind of thing. Okay, so, so that kind of that the fact like someone beating you kind of lit that fire, which hasn't subsided. Ba- still.
1: Basically, yeah, because before it was, it felt like something I was doing in isolation. I wasn't taking advantage of the community aspect of it. It was just, I, I wonder right. if I could beat this time, and then I beat that time. I'm like, all right, I'm done now because like I was kind of done with it. What's the next challenge after that? Improving my own time is fun but it's not as fun as beating someone else's time and making your time totally. untouchable. So when I came back to it, when people started beating that old time, which it which had stood for over a year, which is, you know, not a small amount of time. And mm-hmm. then I came back to it and I started studying like, okay, well, where did you guys save time on me? And I sat down with it and I practiced what they were doing. And then I started looking at the game and trying to figure out how the game worked. Like, okay, well, this you know, like if i do this this and this if i do x y and z this is technically like ever so slightly faster like this will save half of a second and then if i do that and i also do this later on this also saves half a second so you start optimizing sounds
0: like uh sounds like routing to it, me. it
1: is 100% routing sounds like routing. so and it was uh there were my for the game panic restaurant in particular. Uh, myself and hyrexen who who ended up taking the world record in july um him and i routed panic restaurant everyone up until that point played the game normally and just tried to you know not not die at bosses and beat bosses as fast as possible and Mm -hmm. not stop running hyrexen and i started act actively investigating how the game worked and figuring out uh, one of the big things that you can save time with in this game is how lag affects how the game works. So if the game, la- it's a 60 frames per second game. So if you lose 10 frames to lag, then you're losing you know point 0.1 or 0.2 seconds. And every mm-hmm. time you lose 10 frames, like that time's just gone. So him and I figured out how to save all of those lag frames like if we beat this enemy and this enemy and we jump in this pattern so that we don't spawn this guy then this guy won't spawn and we save half
0: a second in lag that sounds ridiculous
1: it is and that's that's at the point where speed running isn't necessarily for everybody
0: <laughs> because <laughs> that does not sound fun at all
1: but it's really it's really fun and th- what i love about speed running is um it's a community effort. It's not that I want to be the best in the world. It's, I mean, yeah, I do. But I also, if I know that my time can be beaten by 10 seconds, I either want to do it myself or I want to help the next guy do it kind mm-hmm. of thing. So him and I started talking and we're first and second place in the world at this point. I I took back my time and then he took, he, I got a 13 minute and 44 second run, I think. Yeah, sorry. He got a 13.49. Literally a week later, I got a 13.44. Literally a week after that, he got a 13.39. Five days after that, I got a 37.
0: That's like pretty fat. That's like, I'm, I, I'm sick. I'm not going to work. It, I got to keep working on my time. It was this essentially, guy's going to beat it in a couple days. Well, it, When
1: I got my 13 minute and 37 second time, he beat it the next day Jeez. with a 13.31. Mm-hmm. And then I beat his thirteen thirty one. Four days later, five days later, by ten frames. I think that this was when him and I started timing in milliseconds because a full second. Didn't I saw do it that. I,
0: yeah, I can see that on the yeah. like on the leaderboard. Everyone else is just down to the second, and you two are to milliseconds. Yeah,
1: <laughs> because. And it's a weird thing. And some games will do it and some games don't. And him and I wanted to do it because we were the only two actively pushing the time down. And we're like, you know what? A tied world record is really cool, but I want to know who was actually faster. Was it you or was it me? And I was faster than him by literally 0.1 seconds. So I had the world record at that time. And then he beat me by a little bit. And we, we kept knocking it down from there. But what was really cool about it was him and i were constantly discovering these new things about the game and we were telling each other about it okay. it wasn't me sitting sitting in my chair in the corner of my living room like just playing a game and like ooh, i discovered a new strat keep it to myself until i can beat the world record by 20 seconds or whatever it's the moment i discovered something it's like dude did you know that if you do this this and this it'll save you know 0.5 seconds Mm-hmm. in this one screen and he's like holy crap I just discovered that if you jump here at the exact
0: perfect time you can That's interesting so you're working together and also against each other at that point. And it's
1: I'd like to call it it's cooperative competition. It's yeah. it's me versus my time in the game, but it's me versus the game and it's yeah. him versus the same game and yeah. through that method it's us versus each other. Yeah. Which is what <sighs> I feel that's the real strength of speedrunning is cuz it's not you know in the fighting game community it's it's you against all of your competitors. So if you have a strategy that works like it's 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 good to keep it to yourself because that's your edge up, right? Whereas uh-huh. within speedrunning is we just want to see these games beaten really fast cuz we find that really cool. So it doesn't matter if I have the world record, if Hyrexen has the world record, if Endy or Dexter have the world record like we're all sharing all this information because it's all about how the game ticks and can we push it that extra little step forward kind of thing. So, and mm-hmm. and that's what him and I did with that. And we, so when I got my first world record at 1406 and I say world record, like, Oh my God, it was super prestigious. There was, Eight people, I think, on the leaderboard. Like, it was really cool for me to have, like, that trophy next to my name, but it's not like, oh, my God, I'm the best in Duero did this. <laughs> but when we ground it down to that, there were 30 other times on the leaderboard, I think, by the time we were done with it. 30 other people yeah. had picked up this game, and him and I were still number one and number two.
0: So it's kind of re, it's kind of reinvigorating attempts for that game as well. It, it was,
1: yeah. And I mean, if you if you look at the leaderboard right now, which I'm sure you're doing, there's I have a thirteen twenty seven point zero three three. He uh-huh. has a thirteen thirty point two, and then third place is thirteen minutes and forty three seconds. Like a, yeah, like you said, like a crazy. full a full fifteen seconds behind me, and thirteen mm-hmm. seconds behind uh, Hyrexon, and then a forty five. In fourth place, and then a fifty-four in fifth.
0: And well, and then and then like White Hat, the guy that had it originally, he's fourteen ten. Yeah, and he, so he's thirty. He's forty seconds out from where you guys are right
1: exactly, now. Exactly right. So and it's that when him and I like worked the game down like that, it was like that was really cool to see where fourteen ten White Hat's fourteen ten used to be the world record. Mm-hmm. When when he said it, that was the world record, and we've since knocked over four, we've knocked 43 seconds off of that mm-hmm. and finding the time to do that and the time within the game and hyrexon and i finding the time to route the game and actually investigate it was what really invigorated me into like this is something that i want to do constantly kind mm-hmm. of thing and like panic restaurant is quote unquote what i'm known for uh, we got a,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a we got a lot of uh, recognition within the retro speedrunning community for our work on that game And by that, I mean, 10 people know who I am on Twitch, but 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 that's what really started it with me. And that's kind of what got my name out there. And then I moved on from there. And like, when I set that time, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Now, what game do I play next? Now you're starting the project all over again. Mm -hmm. So I ended up picking up uh, battle kid. Or which is a homebrew game for the NES, which most people know about because of the Game Grumps episode where Aaron rages at the screen for probably forty-five minutes and then <laughs> and then quits because he can't beat it. it it's it's a brutally hard uh, precision platforming game. Yeah. But when I was watching all those GDQ runs back in the day, I saw people playing this game, and I was like, that's really cool. And then I bought the game for myself because it was a ge- It's the style of game that I like to play. And I mm-hmm. sat down and just started playing it and I really enjoyed it. So it, kind of the same thing with panic restaurant, like, okay, I really enjoy playing this. How deep can I push it? So right. that was the second game for me was was a uh, battle kid. And I knew I couldn't match infested rich who has the world record. His time is incredibly insane, but I set a goal for myself of, I can't beat that time. I know with, my skills as a gamer, I can't beat that time. So where would I be happy setting a goal for myself? I'm like, well, if I can get into the top three, that would be mm-hmm. really cool. If I can beat mm-hmm. the game without dying and get into the top three, like I set that goal for myself. Where it's, I didn't have my sights on world record and you don't always have to have your sights on world record as a speedrunner. but yeah. you can sit down and say, I really enjoy playing this game. So I'm going to play it until I reach a goal that I have for it. For some people, it's I'm going to play Mario Brothers one until I can beat it in less than five minutes. And mm-hmm. for for me, with that game, it was uh, beat it without dying and beat and get into third place. So you could do that with Tony Hawk, man.
0: I probably won't. But you, but you could because <laughs> there's new <laughs> games coming out. I got to play this. I, got, I bought a new game today that I got to play after we finish this. Like there's just too much too many games. See uh, that
1: is that is the downfall with this too is I'll sit down.
0: Oh, like the games that you've missed out on. Oh my god, like so it's many. Like yeah, like every time I like I feel like every time we talk, I'm like, have you played this? Have you looked at this? And it's like, nah, no, N- nah.
1: no. I spent I spent an hour playing Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> why not no i didn't play that but guess <laughs> why not? but i shaved two seconds off my batman pb <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah tell me about how great super mario odyssey is oh it's the greatest <laughs> game of the year well,
0: <laughs> well well maybe i'll speed run it in 20 years exactly yeah um what's so what's been your what's been your favorite game to speed run so far oh probably battle kit Okay. So uh, I have two,
1: I have two for very different reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Panic Restaurant has been my favorite because of Hyrex is my camaraderie with it, yeah. and Panic Restaurant was the game that started me streaming because Hyrexin encouraged me to start streaming because, well, hey, if we're doing runs of this together and we're showing stuff off, like I should be streaming so that you can see what we're doing, kind of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was like that was a big formative moment for me. And then Battle Kid was my favorite just because I love the way that game plays. Like I can sit Mm -hmm. down and play Battle Kid any day, any time of the week and, Mm -hmm. and still have a good time. And you have many times for many weeks. I have for several times. It it took me, (laughs) I think it took me off and on six months to get my goal time in Battle Kid. Yeah. But that's a very different style of game. Sure. But yeah, but that one, that Uh, one was fun for me. Because it has my coolest moments of, I was streaming my attempts of it and people that I looked up to and respected, like Infested Rich, who has the world record for Battle Kid and several other games, and Spiriax, who was in second place, and uh, Cool Kid, who's a very well-known uh, speedrunner. He actually just got the Super Mario Brothers 2 world record uh, mm. yesterday or the day before. He has the Mega Man's one and two world record, like a a very cool group of people that I kind of looked up to and idolized a little bit Mm -hmm. started following me because I was playing battle kid. And so getting that recognition of, wow, these people that I respect also are interested in what I'm doing. Like it, it kind of, I don't know, it just verified that I was kind of doing the right thing and that, I, was, I wasn't I was wasting my time. Is, is there
0: a game on the horizon now? Or are you working <laughs> on a, a game that you've already been working on? or what? Uh... Kind of? Yeah. So um,
1: I want to improve my Batman time. This is all looping back to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because... So, I mean, we were talking about how much work Dexter and Endy put into the game. But there was a new guy that just picked it up about six months ago, I feel like, named uh, Zimond. Uh, also a Swedish runner. I think he's tied for fifth place right now. Uh, He put a lot of work into that game and kind of a lot of behind the scenes work of like how the game actually works, not just, Oh, if you do this, you save a fraction of a second, but why do you save a fraction of a second? Can you make it consistent to get through these enemies? That kind of thing. So he found a way to take a lot of the luck factor out of the game and it's made it more enjoyable to play now. Mm -hmm. So what made it difficult for me to get my 1026 that I have isn't a factor anymore because we found ways around the big, the hurdles that I had in in the run, what to do in act three when the hoppers give you a bad pattern kind of thing. It's like, well, Zimmon found a way combined with everything else we knew with the game to make it more consistent. So Mm -hmm. I want to get back to that one and try and get, I want to say, get into the top five, (laughs) I don't know if that'll happen, but uh, I think, yeah, because there's a four-way tie. There's a four-way tie for fourth right now or a three-way tie for fourth. So if I could break that tie and get like sole possession of fourth place, that would be really cool. So I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to work towards that one while I kind of investigate other games that I want to play. I actually bought a uh, a, uh, flash cart for my Super Nintendo to see if I can expand into some of the games on there that I've never played before. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, and then, yeah, I don't know, man. It's (laughs) there's so, there's so much to choose from and it is a hard thing of, and it's part of like, you know, that first rule of picking a game that you want to play over and over. Yeah. There are some games I really like to play, but I do not want to speed run them because I don't enjoy the speed run of it. Yeah. So uh, if, if you're still looking at my profile, I have a time in uh, the legend of Zelda. The first Legend of Zelda, which is one of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. And I am in 74th place with a time of 35 minutes and 41 mm-hmm. seconds. And I love that game. I don't know if I'll ever go back to the speed run of that. Because as much as I love the game, I don't I don't like the way that it controls and what you have to do in order to beat it fast for a
0: speedrun. Well run. And, and does, does something like that, for a game like that, does it risk kind of ruining the game for you as well? Like after a little bit after trying over and over and over and over and getting to whatever point you get to, do you ever return to it and just enjoy playing it versus having to speed run it?
1: It's, it's really hard. Once you've started speed running a, a particular game, it's really hard to approach it casually ever again. Uh, one of my favorite games ever is uh, Ocarina of time. And I would never speed run that game because the moment that I do, and I start figuring out how to go fast, I can never play it casually again. Right. You can't kind of just take the, or I shouldn't say you can't, but I personally can't just take the foot off the pedal and say, okay, we're just going to stroll through the game as intended. We're not going to do any glitches. We're not going to sequence break the game or anything. Yeah. And it's, it's an issue that I've heard other people talk about as well. Like, um, uh, Trev person who runs, uh, Majora's mask. Uh, I was actually, I remember him being asked that very question and he's like, where, someone asked him what's it like when you just casually play Majora's Mask like, yeah do you do you ever just casually play Majora's Mask like no man like casually playing Majora's Mask for me is speed running it now so it's, <laughs> you, you can't take a favorite game like that and ruin it with speed running if you don't enjoy the speed run for it so and that's why it's that's why you kind of have to pick a game that you can play over and over, but it might not yeah. be your favorite game either. Like I, I love Pokemon blue. I would never speed run that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I wouldn't enjoy the speed run of it. I'd be constantly thinking about, or sorry, I, I wouldn't enjoy the speed run of it. Cause it's not my style of game to speed run, but um, you can never play it casually after that. Cause now you're constantly thinking about, uh, you know, Oh, is this a good Pokemon? Like, is are his stats good enough? What if, i die here or like <laughs> what if i don't have enough potions or something to get through the lieutenant surge fight it's like you constantly have that kind of voice in the back of your head of you're routing the game and you're thinking yeah. of time saves and all that kind of stuff it, it when really I, does break it when trying to go back casually for any of these
0: games i have to imagine with a game like poke like pokemon is a massive game and so it's one thing where like you fuck up on batman and you're so you're starting at Eleven or ten minute run or whatever again, but like yeah. Pokemon, like if you you fuck up, are you you're starting like you are you fuck up thirty hours in or something like that? Like
1: there have been world records that have been lost in some of these games because of bad luck on the final boss fight. Jeez, where you're so and I'll use Pokemon Red in particular because that's the main one that's speed run for the Generation One games. Um I'm pretty sure it was... Uh, oh, what's his name? Xerion. Had a run die to the Gary fight because he got critical hit. Oh, no way. So, he, so Gary gives him a critical hit. He's an hour and 49, 48 minutes into the run, and he gets a critical hit due to bad luck, and the run's over. Like, it's done. You can't yeah. restart from there. Yeah. Kind of thing. And that happens a lot with those really long runs. But the... The downside to a game like Batman, where it's you know, 10, 11 minutes long, is every second matters. Like, if you make a two second mistake in stage two, I could save two seconds. Endy or Dexter could never save that time back. Yeah. Right. Whereas a two hour run, a four hour run, it's okay if you're 30 seconds behind because you're never going to play perfectly the entire way through. Right. So you can save 30 seconds later. Yeah. So I, I, I find you reset less with the really long games because you don't you don't want to commit another hour and a half to the beginning of the game you want to see the end of it but you're also never going to have the perfect run on a on a game more than i would personally say nothing longer than 20 minutes you're never going to have a perfect run so but which is also really cool because there's always more time to save Mm -hmm. right like even uh uh, like Super Mario Brothers One, they just set a new world record. The the warpless category for Mario Brothers One is around 19 minutes, and I think it's 1901. And there's still time to save off of that. Yeah. And, uh, Ocarina of Time is constantly getting new world records set for it. Uh, the 100% run is is just barely under four hours long now, and there's still new world records being pumped out for that game. So it doesn't matter how short or how long of a run it is. There's there's people that are dedicating the time to it to improve it and they're finding the time somewhere.
0: It's uh so. it's just I feel like it's crazy. It's like hard to fathom like the just the dedication and the patience that all of that must require is pretty crazy. You
1: you have to be really patient with it. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it's if you get angry really easily at a game, if you get frustrated and it causes you to lose motivation, it's not necessarily the hobby for you. Mm-hmm. I've had every speedrunner has had the, the run, the god run, where you're on the best <laughs> pace you've ever been on in your life, and you make a silly mistake and you completely lose the run. Yeah, um, I've done it. I've everyone's done it. I've seen uh, Mario Brothers one guys do it. Mario sixty four Zelda players. I've seen infested rich who has years of speedrunning experience. He's done it. Everybody has done it. So if you get incredibly angry at those moments and it makes you want to quit, it's really hard to get that motivation of, well, that was the one that was my chance kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't already have that, well, we got there once we can get there again, attitude (laughs) about you
0: kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My, what do I have here? Sorry, I'm looking at my profile now. I'm pretty sure my first place is that I have, I have three world records and I have two top tens and then I have a smattering of other ones. Yeah. I kind of thing where I just haven't dedicated enough time to it. Every one of my world records, I had a better pace than that at some point okay. and yeah. I blew it. So I'm pretty sure I was on pace for a 1326 and panic restaurant at one point And I screwed up a jump and I died. Uh, I have the world record in Jackie Chan's <laughs> action Kung Fu. Because of course I do. And I have a 1706, and I'm pretty sure I was on pace for a 1704 at one point, and Uh I screwed up a jump and I lost five seconds. And I have third place in Battle Kid. No, I probably never lost that one. Third place is a pretty big window in Battle Kid. There's like (laughs) there's two people with a 37 minute time. And then I'm in third place with 40 minutes and 59 seconds. And then fourth place is Forty-one twenty-one. Mm-hmm. so like there's a three minute window like third place was pretty securely mine yeah <laughs> i was yeah. never jumping into second so but you yeah it's if you have that attitude of th- this is crap I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna quit because of because you don't have yeah. the patience for it yeah it's it's tough it is really tough
0: so you kind of already answered how you got into streaming which is kind of what was his name hyraxin yeah hyraxin yeah. had kind of encouraged you and got you into it and I think that's really cool and it seems like it seems like you found kind of a cool community within this oh yeah I was I was incredibly fortunate honestly I was so and is that is that typical for speedrunning? do you think (laughs) like is everyone as encouraging and as helpful as that or or did you get really lucky there
1: in my experience it is with the caveat of It does kind of depend on the type of game that you play. Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of good to okay times in a bunch of different types of games. Like I've speedrun DuckTales. I've done Batman and Legend of Zelda, which are, you know, those are three very popular games. Right. But I've also done Pizza Pop for the Famicom, right? Which nobody cares about and nobody has heard of. Right. Um, Other than me and the other guy who is currently contending for for his world record back apollo who's the guy that got me into the game anyway uh-huh but i find that the speedrunning community is very supportive within the community for the especially the retro speedrunners i find but if you're running a game that other people enjoy running they're going to kind of gradually find their way to your channel is what i've noticed and Almost everyone is supportive. I mean, like every, every community has its dicks, its assholes, it's, right. it's everybody. But for the most part, yeah, like everyone is incredibly supportive. Yeah. Hyrexen like got me into this, into streaming, but he's just the one that kind of started it. And he hung around in my channel and he directed people over to see me, Yeah, but, uh, white hat 94, who is a guy that. Uh, beforehand i had never interacted with sent out a tweet saying hey this dude is doing some panic restaurant attempts you guys should go and check it out kind of thing it's like i've talked to him twice maybe in his channel if that like he had no reason to show me support Mm -hmm. but i was playing a game that he had an interest in so he sent support my way and i do find that that community is there and if you're interested in starting streaming especially as a speedrunner Like the community does kind of find you in in that way. It's if you start submitting your times to to the speedrun.com leaderboards or certain games have their own leaderboards off site, but most of them are on speedrun.com. If you start submitting your times onto there, people will start taking notice of, hey, this dude just submitted a a top 20 time and he's still playing. Like it might be worth kind of checking them out. I've started following people. Uh, honestly, because they submitted a time to panic restaurant and I'm like, Hey, that's really cool. I'm going to check them out see if they're still playing it. Oh, they are. That's awesome. Like, and send viewers their way. So I, I got fortunate where I kind of found a community through my, my weird eclectic tasting
0: games. So how about new games, any new games you're looking forward to, (laughs) uh, or is that totally like you don't even, do you follow new games?
1: I, I actually don't follow them that much anymore. Okay. I, I am looking forward to Smash just because I really, really do like playing Smash. Yeah. Um, what else has come out recently? I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey. Okay. Like I, I started it when it came out, and then I put it aside for like four months, and then now I'm coming, coming back to it again. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, what else is coming? What's even coming out, man?
0: Pokemon Let's Go is out next month. Oh, actually, that one I actually am looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Super Mario Party just came out, and it's fucking dope. Is
1: it actually, I was worried about
0: that. When Cause it is like, like they are basically ignoring that the last two or three ever happened. And it feels like classic Mario party oh, It is perfect. competitive again. And it is like, it is scream at your friends and have the time of your life and hate everything at the same time. Mario oh, party.
1: That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I'm, there's a, there's a couple of indie projects that were just released that I was looking forward to. Um, was Awakening was just came out for the Switch, which I want to pick up. It's I think it's an indie game that came out a two or three years ago, I think, for PC. Mm-hmm. But they're porting it over to the Switch, so I want to pick that one up. I bought Mega Man Eleven uh, because mm-hmm. apparently if they put Mega Man on something, I'll buy it. <laughs> and, and I'm kind of regretting that
0: purchase. I don't
1: I don't know if it's my style of game. I don't yep. like what they did with it.
0: Okay. The the levels. Have you played it? No, but I heard there's like a kind of time rewindy thing that's very controversial.
1: Kind of, it's it's not rewind it, but you can slow down time. Okay, so yeah. You have you have a um a time slowing gear and a power gear. And if you use the time slowing gear, then everything slows down and you can react to things a little bit faster. You can get through, you know, tight platforming sections where the crushing wall is coming up behind you, you can get through those faster. And then you have a power gear which boosts the power of uh, of your main attack.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a really cool concept, but uh, I don't know. It's just something about the game just doesn't agree with me. I, uh, the level designs are weird where there's a lot of like tight jumps and cheap deaths that I feel like maybe if I was better at the gear system, I'd be able to avoid it. But I spent 30 minutes grinding over one section of the, of the game because... I would jump onto a platform and then randomly I would get shot in the face and the knockback would knock me into a bottomless pit and I would die kind of thing. It's a cool game, but I'm not sure if I like it. That's kind of, that's my stance on it. But the speed run for it is amazing. (laughs) So (laughs) I was watching someone play it. And it's one of those things where it's, you kind of get it with the competitive gaming scene too, where like I've, I've never played League of Legends, but someone who casually plays League of Legends and then watches an actual professional league player play League, they probably have that same like, whoa, holy shit, look what he's doing kind of moment. Uh And a casual player like me playing Mega Man 11, watching a top-level speedrunner play Mega Man 11, it's like, holy shit, I didn't even know you could do that with Gears. Like, that's crazy. You're just blasting through everything and (laughs) making it look easy. (laughs) So, no, I I was playing that one. What else came out? I bought Undertale
0: finally. I hear Undertale is excellent.
1: It's it's one that my son and I are playing okay. together. Yeah. So like I'm I'm curious. I, I know enough about it where like I, I get the general story I've seen. I've seen people play mm-hmm. it before kind of thing, but I've never actually experienced it myself. So I think that one will be really. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to actually sit down and play it outside of him. Get a little bit ahead of him in the story so I can give him advice. <laughs> so, Do you have you uh, played Stardew Valley? No, not yet. Okay, so that one's that's the farming one. That is right? the farming one. Okay, we've narrowed it down.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm just, it's Stardew Valley is, uh, it's like a, it'll ruin your life because it's so addicting. Perfect. So I like those games. It's just one of those games that I, I'm really excited. It's coming. They just announced it's coming to mobile actually as well. So it comes out oh, on cool. iOS next week and Android phones shortly afterwards but it's just one of those nice. games where you always have like the game doesn't really have goals, but you always have like, you're always so close to a tiny objective. And so it's like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. going to play just like, cause you're and your character has a finite amount of energy every day. So I'm going to play one more day to get to this goal. Like, and then, Oh, but then now I'm really close to this other goal. So maybe I'll just play one more day to get there. And that goes over and over and over and over again until, until Michaela's played it for 120 hours. So, I, yeah, that, <laughs> of all games that she's going to get into, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, with that, what do you say we wrap this up? Yeah, for sure. Man. What? Uh, where can we find you online?
1: Uh, online, I am everywhere pretty much known as Sidetracked, S-I-D-E-T-R-A-K-K-D. So I stream on Twitch whenever I have time. I'm unfortunately kind of busy. Uh, I'm on Twitter under the same handle and i don't think my youtube is under the same cha- handle i think it's just a random youtube channel that exists out there but so, so
0: twitch is probably the best place Twi- to twitch twitch is the best it.
1: place if you ever want to yeah. come hang out and see occasionally really shitty games played somewhat <laughs> somewhat fast <laughs> especially if you have an interest in nintendo nes stuff but if you have an interest in speedrunning in general like i've i haven't been doing it long i've only been doing it a couple of years there's some guys who have been doing it for 10 years plus who have huge communities around them but it's what i enjoy about my channel is that there's about 10 of us that like to hang out there and if you have any questions at all every single one of us is happy to answer them if it's about rad. the game if it's about speed running reach out to me on twitter if you want to and anything mm-hmm. like that i, I want to get more people into the hobby because i find it a fascinating hobby to do
0: it it sounds fascinating yeah i feel like i could ask you question after question but uh Maybe maybe we'll do this again. Yeah, for sure, man. Awesome. Uh, and as always, I'm at Deke on Twitter, and I'm Captain K17 across gaming platforms. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. And uh, listeners, we'll see you. Listen, no, we won't see you ever. But uh, we'll be back next week with more. There's no Bye. there's no
1: video cast coming out.
0: Uh, no. Oh no. I'd have to do my hair, and you'd have to put on pants. Put put on it. Yeah. Put on well. No, I still probably wouldn't. There's we'd use one of those sites that uh, you don't need pants. So now so I, Geekscape I games coming soon to play. Dick, Dick-scape. Dickscape games coming soon to Pornhub? The, the evolution into <laughs> Dickscape continues.
1: You can use that you can use your old promos again. <laughs>